You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. You know, Mary, I, I, mean, I rely for an awful lot of medical advice on the doctors on MSNBC. <laughs> I, they're, and they're incredible. I mean, some of these guys, they're like working doctors. The one guy, Vin Gupta, he like works a shift. He's and there in his scrubs. He always he, is with his scrubs on, and he's funny, too. I mean, they're like my best friends now, by the way. They are. So Dr. Vin Gupta, I think yesterday, but within the last day or so, when asked, as they always are, you know, what advice would you give? He said this, and I think I have an exact. He said, first, cancel everything. Everything. Just cancel it. If you are over, I think he said 60, and have an underlying uh, medical condition, I am 70 and I have diabetes, he said, do not go into a closed space with other people. Just like that. That was it. And I don't even know if he said anything else. At this point, I'm sitting here thinking he has just told me, don't do anything at all. Uh, stay in your house. So I, I'm not kidding. I'm really not joking about this. I was rattled about it. I would like to go and pick up a Christmas tree. And I always get these short Christmas trees because they're like the right size for my granddaughter. And I get them at Whole Foods where they have them sitting out, you know, like in the on the cur- curb or the mm-hmm. sidewalk there. But I, I'm trying to think, do I call Whole Foods give them my credit card number, and then just come up and grab it. Do I just steal a tree? They'd say the hell with it. <laughs> and just take the damn thing. Uh, I have to go to the uh, uh, pharmacy to pick something up, and I did just call them, and they said, no problem. I have this great little pharmacy. It's you know, a little independent guy. He says, no problem. Just call. Come up. We'll bring it out to your car. I, what do we do? What do we do? And everybody says, it's going to get worse. And I keep thinking to myself, how much worse can it get? Because when I listen to those doctors, I think the same thing. They're basically telling us, don't leave the house. And that's great advice. But sometimes you have to leave the house to do, I mean, unless you're getting everything delivered. And I'm... I'm not there yet, particularly on groceries. I know you're you've gone to like grocery yeah, delivery, but I'm delivery. I'm on some things, yes, but I'm fussy about my produce. So I guess I'm gonna have to get over that. I was sending Mo for a while to do it, but even him sometimes I'm like, that's the carrots you bought? <laughs> 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 the poor guy is doing the best he can and he's older than me. So I think that um I think part of it is we don't know what getting worse means, but what it appears to mean is the um, ubiquity of the virus, meaning every time you turn around, you hear about somebody else who's sick. And the, the word our brother Tom used was the velocity, which I thought was a great word to describe what's happening. It's just coming at us so fast everywhere you turn around 
everything we were got kind of used to doing, like going to the grocery store or running to Target, now feels very threatening. Well, it does. And, you know, one of the things on, on my mind, we are, what do we know, three weeks roughly from uh, from Christmas. And, you know, we were all kind of saddened about Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not making firm plans right now. Things could change over that. But it is in my mind, Christmas celebrations just are not going to happen. No, it's just not safe. The thing that's been interesting in the change, the way the doctors have talked to the uh, public health professionals is instead of saying small groups, they're now talking about your household. Yep. So that's even more and more limiting. So it's not even like, well, you can get together with the neighbor that lives down the street who you feel like is in a bubble and you're in a bubble. Those bubbles exploded and now the only safe bubble is your household. And this is so very isolating. And it's not, we're not talking, John, about a week or even Christmas. Honestly, we're probably looking at the end of March. And that's four months of no matter how much you love the people who live in your household, that's a long time to see no one but that person. Well, it, it really is. And, you know, winter for a lot of people uh, is an emotionally difficult time anyway. You know, we know, what do they call it? Sad, I think. Yeah. Uh, seasonal affective uh, disorder. So people experience uh, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, when we start layering on top of that, the very few things you can do, I, you know, God bless Netflix, but eventually you even kind of run through the Netflix uh, Netflix things. And I know people are getting created. I, I don't exactly understand why so many people are making sourdough bread. But, <laughs> that, that's but I think just, even that stuff has run its course. You know, all the stuff like, oh, we're in the house and we're creative. I think people are just tired of that. And I agree with you being tired of watching TV. It's not just that you run out of content. It's that you can't watch TV that much. And I'm a reader. And as you know, I can read two or three hours a day. But that's only two or three hours a day. So I think every single person is struggling with this long, cold winter ahead. This is the only time I've ever wished I lived in Texas because at least the weather is nice there. Um, yet they have a lot of cases. So, you know, where we always come back to is what can be done. You know, what happened, happened. I read yesterday the article in uh, Vanity Fair about what a mess Jared made of everything, PPE, tests, everything. But that's really in the past. And now we need to look toward the future. I, I heard yesterday Biden say that what he's going to ask people to do for the first 100 days is wear a mask, all mask up for 100 days. Okay, well, today is December 4th. So why doesn't he asked people to start wearing the masks now. Why does he have to wait till January 20th? And why can't Trump and him get together? And I know this is like fantasy land and say, all right, it's getting bad. At least we can all wear masks, stay six you know, feet apart from each other, wash our hands all the time. 
Well, it's it's funny. Your and my thought went to the same place. I thought, why don't we start the mask wearing today? Uh, uh, do that. Why in January? But I mean, I went so much into an alternative reality that I pictured Donald Trump and Joe Biden appearing together, socially distanced, with masks on, and Trump saying, you know, there isn't much I agree with uh, Joe Biden about. I don't even agree that he won the election. I don't agree with any of those things, and I think he's a socialist. But he and I agree on something here and now today. Wear a mask, the entire country. And Joe could turn and say, we're uniting, we're going to be together on this. And at that point, a little choir of children all on Zoom would start to sing, I'd like to teach the world to <laughs> perfect. You know, but I mean, I know that's crazy and I'm being silly, but my God, the whole world is saying this. And Donald Trump and his people would have the opportunity to join together with Joe Biden and save lives. This is not a big hypothetical thing. Every doctor says you will reduce the number of deaths if you get people to wear masks. So here's a couple of things. First of all, maybe it's the bubble that I live in and I don't go out very often, but I cannot remember the last time I saw somebody without a mask on. Now, I'm not talking about outside exercise because I walk every morning and I don't wear a mask when I walk, but I'm also outside. But what? But I have a mask, and if someone gets close to me, I put a mask on. So, but I, I mean, to go to the store or something. So where in the country are they not wearing masks, number one? And number two, where are these big events happening? We got the answer to part of that, that Mike Pompeo is throwing a party with 900 People, 900 people. I, I can't even remember the last time that I thought it was appropriate to have a party with 10 people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he's doing it on our dime in yes. the State Department. And it all looks lovely, I have to say. But no, it's crazy. And I, I'm going to do some really, really uh, amateurish bad tracing. But we know that this big wave that we're going through began in the upper Midwest, in the Dakotas, in Minnesota. And it exploded there to the point that South Dakota was the worst place, you know, in terms of per capita anywhere in the nation. But it has grown out from there. And so this is like a big, this is like a polar vortex of disease coming down from the north. And it really strikes me that at the beginning of fall, right there in Sturgis, Sturgis, South Dakota, I think, is where they had, you know, several hundred thousand people unmasked at the motorcycle rally. So I mean, when you ask the question, where are there people not wearing masks? I partly want to say, why don't we look at the Dakotas, uh, look at some of these areas that, you know, back when New York was going through it. They were all saying, well, we're out in rural areas. We're not afflicted uh, by it at all. I, you know, I guess we are in a bubble. We live in an urban area, uh, and, and I know I can get elitist about it. We're the kind of people that in the middle of a pandemic are worried about the quality of our produce. 
true. That is such a good point. I'll think about that next time. But it's funny because, but still it spreads here. And part that I think, we you know, the, we're, how to say this, we can't get our behaviors right. We can't get everyone to behave the way that public health officials telling us to do. So if you're not feared, you don't fear getting the uh, COVID yourself. How is it that we can continue to impose on our medical professionals in the way we're imposing on them? At the end of the day, this is the part for me that is the most disgusting. You see these doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, you know, everyone else in those hospitals who are tired, who are exhausted. And that part I do understand is going to get worse because the hospitals are spread as thin as they can be spread. So if for no other reason you stay home so that these people don't have you to take care of. Absolutely. And I, something's got to break through on that. I, I think we ought to have, you remember Farm Aid many mm-hmm. years ago and what a big cultural event that was. I think maybe we need to get have nurse aid and uh, run it on every network. Uh, Willie Nelson can host it. I think Willie Nelson's still alive. And, uh, and whoever that woman is playing Nurse Ratchet and the one who played Nurse <laughs> Betty. The, I think it was Edie Falco who played Nurse Betty. Uh, and they can all be on it, but play it on every network. But you know these stories we're hearing on the news, where uh, the nurse comes on and says, "I just worked my fourth shift because they really needed the help, and we're having about three deaths during every shift." Let's, as a country, confront that what we're doing with the knowledge that what we're doing today is horrible and unforgivable. And look forward to December 28th and imagine what it's going to be like then. We need a shakeup. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea, John. I wish we knew some musicians who could put together a little uh, thing like that because. We'll have to think about it. Our brother Ray, uh, until he was sidelined with his thumb surgery, was a pretty good beginning guitar player. Yeah. And, and he also plays that little Irish drum, the Bora. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, the, it is no. for the public uh, discussion about the selfishness in spreading the, the COVID. That's the part I really can't get over, like going to bars or... Um, you know, going to parties, going to a party with 900 people, there will be infections as a result of that. And at, and then what happens to those people? Sure, some of them don't get very sick and can get better at home. But for the ones who get sick, they get really sick. Well, and isn't that finally what this all comes down to? A choice between caring for others in our community and selfishness. And and that's the that's the real divide of our country today. Do we have to care about others or is it only about me, my rights and well, I'm not I'm not going to get sick. And and how do we solve that problem going forward once this is over, which it will be one day. It will be, but does it solve that? I don't know. I'm going to go 
and uh, downstairs I've got some really good looking squash and a couple of apples and I'm going to look at them and think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just stay home all weekend. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sibling talk is a JMP production theme song by David Paulette.